Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The Five Star Zone with Rico Beard. Welcome to another edition of the Five Star Zone. Rico Beard, Evan Jenkins, and we have a special guest. He is going into the MSU Hall of Fame. He's vice president of PIVA currently. He's number 53 on the field and number one in every Spartan fan. <laughs> Greg Jones, kind enough to join us here on the Five Star Zone. Greg, how you doing, man? I mean, going yeah. into the Hall of Fame, let's just start right there. What was that phone call like, and what, and what were the feelings that you had? Wow. Um, the phone call, well, Alan, when Alan called you, you is either for a good reason or a bad reason. <laughs> so, um, and I mean, and granted, I've been doing my best to, you know, keep my notes clean and, and stay productive and, and everything. But, no, man, it was, it was an amazing call me and Alan had, um, just telling me, how, you know, how great of a Spartan I've been. You know, you just super – um, complimentative of everything that I've been doing um, and that I will continue to do, man. And uh, he just he just was honest, and, and then he just broke it down to me and let me know I'm going in. Um, and then I got another call uh, and with a you know trying to set everything up for tickets and everything. And then uh, I didn't, I guess I was told you know I might be a first ballot or close to a first ballot. Uh, either way, that I just still feel so honored, man. And, and to answer your question. Um, more fully, I, I just felt amazed, man. I, I really am humbled by it. And um, just the, all the sacrifice and everything that came into it, man, just just truly amazing. And, yeah, man, it's, it's been a long journey. So, yeah, it's kind of cool um, to kind of be in this moment right now, man. It really is very surreal. Well, Greg, let's let's talk about that journey because uh, it, was a, it was a different twist on the journey that I don't think a lot of Spartan fans realize, but you were originally headed to Minnesota, if I remember correctly. Yes. And instead, you end up coming to Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Let's 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 go back through that time period, and because I said that to me, you coming to Michigan State for the football team was probably as critical as Antonio Smith and Tom Izzo for the basketball team. With yeah. you coming, you brought players to Michigan State that normally they would play against and now they're coming to play for the Spartans. How did that transfer? I mean, that transformation take place that you went from Minnesota to coming to Michigan state. Yeah. Uh, I remember like it was yesterday, Minnesota was playing Texas tech in a bowl game. Um, and you know, the receiver on the other side of Minnesota was uh, Michael Crabtree and Mike went off. Uh, they were, they were winning the game 37, Minnesota was winning the game 37 to like three or 37 to seven, one of those two. Um, they were winning that game going into the fourth quarter. 
and Texas Tech or the end of the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter and Texas Tech came all the way back and, and won. Um, and uh, the head coach uh, was let go, uh, who's on the Big Ten Network now. Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm uh, yeah, not, not Gennaro, no. Glenn Mason. Not, Glenn Mason. Yeah. Well, I was let go on the spot that night. Um, and then, yeah, the, I opened up my recruiting again. The guy coming in, I think, was Tim Brewster at the time, just came from Harvard. And not that he was, like, a bad dude or anything like that. It was just, like, it wasn't a good fit, and I could feel it. And Coach D had left University of Cincinnati, got the job at Michigan State. Um, and, you know, he said, I'm only taking a couple guys that I think – um, you know, I, I really like a lot of things that can actually play and end up being me and a guy named Garrett Selleck, um, who ended up playing, you know, for a long time out of uh, at LaSalle High School, one of our rival high schools. So me and Garrett went up and, as you know, Garrett ended up playing for 10 years and I did what I did as well, too. So, yeah, man, that that's kind of, um, you know, how that happened and um, official visits, all that stuff went amazing. You know, my parents loved it. Um, I fell in love right away. And yeah, me and Coach D hit it off, and, and still still are. You know, he's going to be at the Hall of Fame as well. Um, but yeah, me, Trestle, Narduzzi, all those guys, Barnett. Um, we I still talk to all those guys today, and um, text, and you know, in person uh, when I see him. I just saw uh, HB at a golf outing, then at the Spartan reunion. So yeah, man, it was it's, it's been a, a great journey. But yeah, to answer your question about transformation, that that's how that happened. Now, you, you mentioned Pat Narduzzi. I was going to get to it a little later, but you just mentioned him. Do you yeah. call him when he makes these comments about Michigan State and if that's the best the Big Ten has to offer? Are you, do you call him and, like, what, what are we talking about here? You were there. You understand. and, and Or is that just the competitive, competitiveness of him, you know, just always trying to get his guys going? Um, I, I think I think, I think think it's kind of a, a few different parts. One – um, hell yeah, dude, he's competitive. Like, hell yeah. Like, I mean, everything, I, and I, I've learned that, and I'm so happy that um, I got to be a part of that and, and, and him coaching me, and, and eventually, because I became a captain and a, and a signal caller, um, we got really close there. So, yeah, without a doubt. Um, man, I, I, I know it's also, you know, he doesn't like losing. I don't think anybody likes losing at that level. So, <laughs> Um, you know, Coach Tucker got one on him in that sense. And, and obviously both players uh, that, you know, were missing uh, – both teams are missing their, their key players as well too. So, yeah, I, I, I man, it's a, it's a little bit of everything, man. And, if, and without a doubt, he's trying to get the guys going. Uh, Doozy uses a lot of different things. And, no, to answer your question, I do not call him when he says those things because, <laughs> um, dude, like, I, I mean, I remember he was worked up. I know he was a little worked up. Um, before and after the game, and we had, we had some conversations, but I, I just try to stay out of it um, as best as possible. Um, the last time, yeah, because he had called me, had just left my high school. He was recruiting um, at Moeller at Moeller in Cincinnati, and um, he had just left, and so we I, I called him. This is obviously in the off season, but yeah, yeah, man, it was. I do not I do not call him. I stay out of that, man. I don't call Coach Tucker either. Okay, so <laughs> both no, those guys are great. Uh, that game probably had to be difficult for like you know the older Spartans under D'Antonio because I got to imagine D'Antonio, 
I'm assuming he was kind of like that mother at the game that wears like half a half a jersey, half one color, half the other colors, because you guys want to support Narduzzi, mm-hmm. but you also want to support your alma mater. Well, I played for Coach Tucker in Jacksonville. He was my D coordinator. Oh. So that was real that 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 was really tough far as rooting. And then um yeah, with, with Coach Narduzzi. And then I train a couple kids that um, that play for Coach Narduzzi as well. So yeah, dude, that was <laughs> that was tough, Rico. That was tough, dog. That that was very tough. And um, I think Coach D knows enough to you know stay neutral and, and still be supportive at the same time for sure. We're talking with uh, Hall of Famer, MSU <laughs> Hall of Famer Greg Jones, and, and Greg. I, I mean, when you look at your time playing football. What was your best memory? And, you know, was it was it days at Michigan State? Was it winning that Super Bowl with the Giants? What was that moment that you'll you'll cherish the most? Wow. Um, man, that, gave me the big bucks, Greg. Yeah, I know, man. The, the, to, to narrow it down to one moment's really hard. Um, I think uh, there's like to me Mount Rushmore moments. You know, I think uh, I think my first game. Um, Get my get my getting the sack in my second play ever. Uh, that was a big moment for me because you know, as a freshman going in and at that level, you know, and you know everything's going on in your head and you're walking out there. Or, sorry, excuse me, sprinting out there, um, you know, to get in the game. And I didn't start uh, that first game. And and coach, I'm gonna give you some opportunity, and and you got you better take advantage of it. So you know, to one kind of like solidify that, like I, I can take advantage of the opportunity given. Um, that was truly amazing. Uh, our Big Ten championship year in 2010, um, after coming back from six and seven, uh, that that was that was without a doubt one of them um, for sure. Winning the Super Bowl and uh, proposing to my wife, um, that that that's one of them. Um, and then I, I want to say now, man, I think uh, with the Hall of Fame, um, I've always wanted, you know, I wanted to be in the Hall of Fame, not going to lie about it. Definitely was wondering, and it was in the back of my head, like, will I ever get in, you know, when people talk about it just out, you know, at dinner or whatever. Um, but I guess just wanted to see my, I have three kids now and and wanted them to see that and, and what I've been able to do um, means a lot. I, I just, I try to inspire them, which is much encouragement. Um, but actually setting the example so that 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 way they can see it. And yeah, man, that that was those those moments, man, are pretty much like, you know, top in my mind. Um, and then obviously, I mean, going three and one versus Michigan, man, that that's that's big. That's big. Wow. I had one question, but you brought up Michigan. So I got to ask. Do you. it. Do it. So I was born and my dad says he raised me right. And he raised me to hate the university of Michigan and, you know, (laughs) Michigan, a lot of my friends are Michigan fans. And so Mm -hmm. we have wars, but coming from Cincinnati, when does it get ingrained in your head to just hate everything about them? I mean, I won't, if they're in gymnastics, I root against them. If it's rowing, it doesn't matter. I'm you can always, be flipping a coin. I'm always right. looking for them to lose in the most embarrassing fashion ever. But from somebody that's not from here, how does that get ingrained to you to just hate? Is it is it just as easy as them talking and, and growing it that way? Is it Mark D'Antonio putting it into you? Is it getting to know the teammates that are from the state of Michigan. What what is it? Is it all encompassed? But what is it that makes your hate 
just so strong? There, there was such a level of disrespect um, before the game, during the game, and after the game that um, was like you hated that. You know what I mean? I think uh, as as any player, especially now, do with everything going on in college sports, especially football right now, um, how wild it is. But there is just such a level of disrespect that. You know, every time as as somebody that come, you know, play for state, you know, you try to show respect even a little bit. And, you know, they you got they got a kid stumping on our on our on our Spartan head at the 50 yard line, right? And it's like and but but we've never done that, you know what I mean, before a game. So at least at least to my knowledge. And so that that right there, man, that level of disrespect is just like unmatched. And so I think that's what develops that hate. And then to the point where like to where you're at right now, every time you see them, um, you don't care. Some people are like, oh, it's bad for the Big Ten. I still wouldn't care. Right. Like, <laughs> I hope they lose by 50. I hope I don't want it to be close. Um, you know what I mean? Because it's just such a level of disrespect now. Outside of football now, doing business, there's a little bit of that there. But, like, I got buddies. Enrico, you know Mike Martin. And, yeah. and you know, me and him are, 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 are you know, we, we talk every now and then, not as much as we used to. But, um, but you know, he's a good dude. And I got a chance to do a camp with uh, Denar Robinson, and he's a really, really good dude. So there are some guys out there that are really good dudes. Um, and, you know, like I said, outside of football, but the majority during the season, man, it's just such a level of disrespect. But at the same time, I mean, you brought up, you know, with the Super Bowl and everything, um, I played with Mario Manningham and Dave Bass and, you know, a lot of guys that, you know, I want to I want to ring with. So, you know, I got to be thankful, especially Mario, because he caught a ball in between and cover two between a corner and a safety that basically won us that game and so and, and got us in position. Um, to score again and, and actually win the Super Bowl. So, man, I got to, um, you know, I got to thank him for that too, though, man. So, yeah, no, we we have our battles. I'll be honest with you. We have our battles, um, you know, obviously on the field. But now, you know, it's more verbal now. <laughs> uh, at least try to, right, try to keep it more verbal now. But, yeah, man, that that's where the hate starts. Start with just a, a very high level of disrespect. That's where that starts at. Talking with Greg Jones and Greg, um, looking at the, the current team, Mel Tucker and the program. What, what are your thoughts and, and where this program is is headed? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as thirty minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
we make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Wow, man. Um, I, I, you know, knowing Tuck again, you know, I, you know, I play for Tuck, so I understand, you know, the, the, the level and the standard. I think he just posted about it not too long ago. The standard is the standard, and and he demands that, and he will find the right guys to meet that standard. Um, and I and I and I'm I'm happy the way he he responded after the first game because I agreed. Um, I don't think that like, you know, I don't, it's not going to continue that way, but, you know, without a doubt, you know, given the amount of hype and everything coming in, um, you know, it was not the best start. I th- I'm not saying the guys played bad or wins a win, especially like I said before in college sports, but uh, where things are headed, I think, you know, when you were that honest on a consistent basis, you are headed to greatness. And, and that I do know in football and, and he's going to constantly show them, you know, their face in the mirror and what and what's being seen um, in the film room. And and I like the guys a lot, the young guys. I, I kind of talked to a couple of them on social media from time to time. And great dudes, um, hungry dudes, uh, you know, they're, they're just willing to go after it. But they got to adjust to Big Ten ball. And, and that's part of it when you have a lot of new guys coming together that are the guys, you know, four-star, five-star, all that stuff. You got to find that chemistry. And I think that's just what they are working on right now, being able to find that chemistry. They got a great team, but in, within the team, you still need great chemistry in order to win close games. And there's going to be some along the way, and you got to win some games on the road, especially, you know, going to Washington and, and Michigan this year. Like, you got to win those those hard games on the road. You know what? You, you talk about the locker room, Greg, and, and yeah. being you at Michigan State, a captain. Yeah. What's it like when you walk in there? Because, you know, I, I guess back then it was, hey, I'm I'm hot shot, four or five star freshman coming in. How quickly do you kind of break them of that and, and let them know it's a team? And did things just get a, a new layer added now with the whole NIL and, and players getting paid money that an incoming freshman could make more money than a, than a fourth or fifth year senior? Yeah, um, I, I think that when they realize that you can't do it by yourself, meaning um, a linebacker, right? A linebacker doesn't doesn't make any throws. A linebacker doesn't make any catches. So, like, like, do like you? You're not the guy anymore. Like a lot of these guys come in playing two positions. That's part of it. Or now, hey, you're just one, and you better dominate in that one position. The other part is that. You know, with that competition, like we're going to make each other better to win a game and eventually, right, try to go out and win a championship um, as well, too. But just the understanding that you cannot do it alone 
and that you need communication to be good. And, and, and understand, too, that, look, man, there are some guys I play with that I did not like. But as I told, you know, I coached my son's team that between the lines, we are family. Like for that time being, those two to three hours a day or in a game that we are family and we're going to have each other's back. I think once you understand that and want to understand that, I think that's when you start to build team chemistry. But that also takes guys being unselfish. So you talked about walking in a locker room like I was unselfish enough to like not just chill out with the seniors. I'll go hang out with the freshmen. I'll go talk, you know, to the walk-on guys. I'll go talk to the new guys who got to the team, inviting them out, grabbing dinner. You know what I mean? All that stuff behind the scenes as well, too, to kind of get to know one another. And when they realize that, man, we're all coming from one spot trying to win a game and win a championship one go, I think that's when you start to build that team chemistry just unselfishly. Hey, Greg, any uh, – I, I don't know – I don't know what the word would be. Maybe you came along too soon when you're seeing the athletes and oh. <laughs> riding around and Lamborghinis yeah. and cars and, yeah. and, and you know, G-Wagons. And you're right. sitting there saying, man, I, I was struggling just to get, you know, $5 for a pizza. It's for real. Um, <laughs> truly. No, you know, I, I got that question before, and, and a lot of people have been just like, you know, kind of just nice about it. Like, dude, you would have made a ton. And um, I'm a preacher, but I, I think, man, one thing I've always realized, especially after playing in the league and then seeing stuff happen, is that you can't buy championships. You can't, um, you know, you can always make more money, dude. There's a million ways to make a million dollars, right? And so you can always do that. You have the time as long as you're alive. You keep breathing. Um, like like 2 Chain said, like as long as you're breathing, you win. And, and so, you know, I'm not worried about the financial part. I think one thing that that I feel honored about is, like, and you said it earlier, to be um, somewhat of a cornerstone to on the foundation that they're in right now and the platform they're on right now. I feel honored with that because you can't buy that. Like, there's no amount of money you can try, you know what I mean? But if you're doing it for the money, in most cases, right, like you'll find something else that makes more money and then you'll leave, right? So um, I did it because I want to be remembered. I did it because um, when I go back to the stadium, my name sticks. And, and, and notice there's no price tax next to my name. There's just uh, honor of, of putting in more work than the next guy to be remembered. All right. Well, maybe this question is going to fall flat based off of what you just said. But <laughs> the weird things that I think about is I think about old players who now look at the Michigan State Spartans. And when you played, you had a green jersey, you had white pants, you had a white jersey and white pants. Now when you see these Spartans take the field, they might be in gr- neon green. They might be wearing all these different uniform combinations. White helmets. White rough. helmets. Like things that you never would have ever thought existed when you played. Right. You sit back and you're like, man, I wish I had a few of those things when we played. Oh, yeah, man. That stuff, yeah, for sure. The gear, dude, that they're getting, I'm, yeah, I'm like, dude, like, please, like, let me get some of that. But <laughs> at the same time, no, man, I'm, I'm happy again, dude. Like, and I guess that's just me. Uh, I'm happy that these guys are getting to experience something better. Um, I love that. Um, I The only thing I don't like is that there was the, like the ruling of like, you had to fit in the box. So they're letting the guys be more creative. They're letting the guys become more business um, men in their own right. And, and, I, and I love that. And so, no, nah, man, I'm, let let them do their stuff though. I mean, along I'm getting a lot of respect from the older from the young guys, and 
um, and everything. But as long as when I come back, I can get me a shirt or a hat or, you know what I mean, uh, some kicks or whatever the case may be, I, I feel blessed, man. I'm, I'm good to go. Do you ever sit back and think, like, I was born in 83, so the Rose Bowl in 88, yeah. I was way too young to remember. And so Michigan State football between 88 and when you played were kind of down, right? Yeah. Do you ever sit back and think about how you just kind of, you created a program within a program that was there for years and years and years, but the success wasn't there. What was it like when you guys reached that success in that locker room? Was it like we expected this to happen? We saw this was going to happen. But what was it like to to experience that? Because I'm sure when you're getting recruited to Michigan State and choosing that over Minnesota and everything, that they didn't have the best track record in winning Big Tens. But then you come in and you set a new standard. So what was that like in that locker room when you guys achieved that? Man, so it it was uh and it's probably something I'm talking about in my in my Hall of Fame speech, man. We we better on ourselves, I think, and and I say that in the sense that like we got together as a group, like so the seniors of that class in those seven, um, and and they kind of got everybody together and just uh, we just wanted to sacrifice. And then um after that we learned how to do that as you know, me, Kirk Cousins, all of us that were freshmen at that time. And we're like, dude, like we know what to do. And you got to remember in 08, we lost something like, we lost like seven games, or sorry, 09, we lost like seven games by like one point, dude. You know what I mean? And it's like, you take those games and we win, you know what I mean? And it's a whole new story, even just in 09. So we realized how close we were. We realized the sacrifice that was needed. We just needed more guys doing it. And when once we understood that, Kirk understood that, and me and him would bounce ideas off of one another, just like, hey, dude, let's just go get these guys here. So we would like, you know, and you talk about, you know, what that's like. We would just like make sure we kept the guys around one another, learning each other's names, learning about each other's backgrounds, like I said before. And and that's what that was. It was just a bet on the sacrifice that we put in. And at the end, man, yeah, it, the feeling of that was just amazing, dude, because it's like, wow, like when you bet on yourself, when you bet on the people around you that's going to have your back, um, you know, for that time being, you know, whether you're a freshman and you play four years with somebody um, or in the case where they're in right now, where they're having guys coming from transfer port that are going to be around for one or two seasons or three seasons. Um, when you get those guys around, man, yeah, like. That's what, you know, it feels amazing, dude, because you're betting on people that and yourself, man, like because it's, it's not easy, guys. Like like you said before, you can make that same bet and then that happen. You know what I mean? You, you can. And and to put all that sacrifice in there and, and to do all the extra stuff, you can do that, man. But I, I rather I rather know than not. <laughs> I rather know than not. Talking with Greg Jones headed into the MSU Hall of Fame and Greg, you you. You mentioned it a lot during this interview how you're training kids. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about Piva. You're the vice president there. Tell us about Piva. Yeah, so Piva.com, guys, uh, when you guys check it out, we do awareness meditation, breath work, visualization. Um, we also have a biofeedback reader um, that helps players get into the zone and play with less anxiety. Um, it can be done on your phone, tablet, or computer. Um, we do five-minute increments, and it's a guided tour um, in an eight-week core program uh, for athletes, and it's all sports and co-ed. So 
Um, it's something that I've been around. And, and, and I, during COVID, I worked with a lot of guys that were starting to get down, parents, all this stuff, and trying to find just motivation at the same time, like, get, you know, try to find ways to get around the stress of I may not have a season after working with me, you know what I mean, for five or six months. And then, like, coach, like, I don't got a season, what I'm going to do. And and so I, I reached out, and me, and me and this guy named Robert Hart, he's the CEO um, out of Canada. He's from the Montreal area. And we got together and started building this thing out and throwing ideas and how to do reach outs. And eventually he's like, hey, man, would you come on? I said, I would love to. And and so that's kind of how we got together, man. But the app is amazing. We're working on a lot of schools right now, a lot of kids um, all over. Um, one of the companies or one of the groups we're working with, Coach Narduzzi with Pitt, working with some of those guys out there, hopefully um, to work with more colleges um, and professional athletes as we speak right now. Again, in all phases, we actually just opened up an eSports wing as well, too, um, that we're going to be working with as well with, with a group out there. So I'm, I'm excited, man. It's a great app. So please, if you got time, please check it out. It's basically like some people say, have, when they look at it, it's like a calm or headspace for athletes made by athletes. And we want to help you players. Working on the, yeah, you're working on the mental aspect of it. Yeah, we're working on the mental aspect because there you got strength training, you got speed training, you got condition training, but what are you doing for your mind and your mental health as well as like being a competitor, right? So our stuff, like you look at calm and things like that, they're kind of more on a you know on the relaxing side and sleep and all that stuff too. We have that in there in, in our app as well, too. But we also have that aspect to help you play better um, in your games and get into that zone. So that way you can accomplish what you want to accomplish on the field. Evan, I wonder if uh, a guy like Sam McGuffey may chime in because I remember when Greg Jones ended his career at Michigan, he tried to jump up and Greg was not happening that day. Oh my God, man. I remember that. Like it was, we told him, so I'll give you guys some insight information. We in the game, we in the game, myself, um, Eric Gordon, who is coming to the Hall of Fame. I love that dude. Um, Brandon Denson, who was doing the video for me um, for the event. I love that dude. We're all three linebackers. Um, and we told him like, dude, do not do that jumping thing. And he, and he did, he didn't listen. So we, it was a fair warning. Um, I hope that kid's okay in his life right now, wherever he's at right now, Sam, we did give you a warning brother, but Hey, look, man, it is what it is. (laughs) So I'm curious, like even after those games where you guys, you guys kicked their ass, right? Let's be honest. Um, do they even say good game to you afterwards? No, no. If you remember, it's actually documents on film. There was uh, like they ran out, right? They ran out to to the to the M, and we grabbed the trophy. They went they went their way. It was done, dude. So I would say, man, it's one of those rivalries. No, it's a no shake game. Unfortunately, man. Um, yeah, I mean, we might we might talk. I mean, now they can do social media, but. Before then, we played. We didn't have it, so it, that was it, right? So, Greg, yeah. it's still going the same way. If you saw the end of the game last year, yeah, Aiden Hutchinson, before the game was over, sprinted to the locker room, was like, mm-hmm. "Nope, I wanted nothing to do with that." Hey, yeah. Greg, before we let you go, yes, sir. Any, any chance that you end up on the sideline, becoming an assistant coach, head coach? Is that is that something in 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 your uh, in in your dreams? Yes, um, me and the wife have talked about that. It's a timing thing again. I got three young kids, eight, seven, and three. So, 
Um, and we got some business things that we're sorting out. But without a doubt, um, I'm going to be on the sidelines somewhere um, right now. But um, right now, like I said, my daughter's in cheer and ballet, and then I got two boys that are coming up. And I want to make sure I give them a good foundation. But without a doubt, Rico, has been talked about. I've been offered um, a couple of different gigs in some different schools. So, um, yeah, without a doubt, I'm, I'm definitely, definitely think about it. And because I love the game, and I love working with the guys. It's, it's just amazing. And girls, too. Um, I work with uh, some female uh, tackle athletes as well, too. Yeah. Well, I, I got to think that at, at some point you're going to become dad, uh, recruiting dad, as, as you take your kids out for visits. Evan, this is yeah. what happens when you put a football player with a basketball player and they have kids. Yeah. <laughs> They're kind of going to be athletic. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. We got, yep. They're all, they're all athletes. Um, All of them. Like Ava, my oldest daughter, um, my oldest kid and my, and my daughter, she's definitely, she's a runner. Um, She likes to be on the track stuff uh, and and going after thing. And then my, my, um, my, my two boys, man. I mean, Max is amazing and he's a running back linebacker. He actually, he actually this, this week just moved from outside to inside linebacker. Um, and yeah, I wonder where you learned that from. I know, man. I know he just likes hitting people, man. Um, and he had, dude, this is a true story. He actually, so our first day of practice with pads, he did not have a single tackle and was in full tears the whole ride back home. And so finally he's been getting tackles and he had a great scrimmage just recently, but anyhow, um, yes, to answer your question. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely looking at that and, um, yeah, that's going to be happening. Hopefully as soon as I get these guys through, you're going to see me out there somewhere. Well, Greg, congratulations on going into the hall of fame at MSU. I'm sure you and, and Mandy and, and, and your family are very happy. Thank Mandy for, for loaning us to you for a little bit. To <laughs> yes. I know you're yes, doing sir. daddy duty as well. Yes. Uh, congratulations once again, Greg. We'll see you this Saturday. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right. Greg Jones joining us here on the Five Star Zone. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.